Hello everyone, welcome to Gamed Out. My name is Richard and this is my first Gamed Out preview or Gamed Out plays. Um, and this is the first for the YouTube channel and you can also get this in audio form as well. So do listen out for the Gamed Out podcast because this is where you can catch all the audio of my reviews, previews, first impressions and all that good stuff. Today the game comes from us in early access and it's available on Xbox Game Pass for console and PC. It's also available on Steam for $24.99, but you can get it for $3.99 for subscribing to Xbox Game Pass on PC. It's around a 4 gig download and, well, it comes from us from the guys and girls over at Obsidian that brought us The Outer Worlds, Fallout New Vegas and Star Wars The Old Republic and so many more. So, what did I think of the early preview? Let's find out. First of all, I need to mention that this is called Grounded. I don't think I mentioned that in the intro, not at all. Grounded is a survival game. Yes, I want to address that one quickly because before everyone sort of gives it a nice big uh, a survival game, I want to premise this with, as I said, it's being brought to us by Obsidian Entertainment, which gives me absolute high hopes that this game may have a cracking story underneath the survival. So first off, you get to choose from four playable characters, Max, Willow, Pete and Hoops, along with the ability to choose how hard you want this game to be. You've got four options to choose from mild, medium, woe and creative. And you can kind of guess the level of difficulty with creative being that kind of no damage. You are free to build and explore and do what you wish. Very similar to Minecraft or other survival games out there. You can... Mild is going to be the easiest one there with medium and getting harder with woe. I stuck it on medium and chose Pete and jumped into the game. Once you've picked these, you're greeted with something that can only be described as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, seeing a suitcase with a vial and four human shape cut out and lets you know something is more with this world than, you know, that meets the eye. I have to say... What a world it is. I'm highly impressed by the graphics of this game. Everything from the mud to the grass to water drops on the leaves in the early morning. Even the scale of the insects made me feel tiny. They really seem to have nailed this down to an absolute treat. You know, and that's that's kind of the impressive thing. I always kind of do the groan when I hear about uh, survival games. But this is definitely a slightly diff different premise because you are small. And your enemies are, well, insects, ants, and I like spiders. There's ladybirds there as well. And it does seem to really give you that sense of danger being so, so small. Along with this, I've got to say the sound design is also spot on. Happy to report that it has an atmosphere that rivals the best horror games currently. It sends your senses into overdrive when you hear sounds of the distance be it an ant be working away or a spider killing its prey. I think the sound, as I said, the sound design is really good. I thought it was great and I might be alone in that camp, but I really thought they nailed this sound design and hopefully it only gets better as the preview goes on. 
So at its core, it is a normal survival game with the survival gimmicks. You have crafting, uh, base building, but you start with nothing, just with your bag, and it's your job to gather these items to help you through. You have a system that allows you to learn how to craft, and this is done by analyzing everything from grass to meat to snaps and all the things in between. Do bear in mind there is a cooldown for this, and it does seem the cooldown works with the in-game clock, not a like 20 minute cooldown. It seems that um, I did some crafting at like half seven in the morning and the cooldown was 8.15. So, and it replenishes slowly over time. Once you've analyzed these items, you have the ability to hot craft and or well, what I would call crafting on the go. And this is a small amount of items like you do in survival games. Terraria is my best example. You know you can get to a corner and you can craft a few items. This is exactly the same. Or you can make yourself a workbench and craft an array of different items uh, from armor to weapons to tools and all those good things in between that allow you to, to build uh, you know, your survival weapon arsenal and tools to help you get through the world. Building is handled quite differently. You chop down grass. This then, well, gives you grass. You then analyze the grass and it gives you the ability to build walls, roofs, and so on. And then you place them down and once you start building, you're given a menu where you can control the angle of the walls and by pressing Q and E. And that will allow you to put the walls down where you want and same with the doors, the roofs, and all those kind of things. So building does seem quite simplistic. It doesn't seem like it's overcomplicated because it doesn't seem to be a need for it to be overcomplicated. Once you have crafted the basics, found water and something to eat, you're left to find what this machine is in the middle of the back garden. You're given quest to help fix this and then investigate what happens after. And I'm going to stop there with the story because I think everyone should preview this themselves sit down and have a look the reason being is it's from obsidian and we know obsidian has a great way of telling a story and i think that's probably the best thing so if obsidian is making a survival game i'm hoping it's going to be story first because the survival mechanics you know are quite easy to do I think that's where this survival game will stand out is because of the people behind it. The backbone of this one is done for people who love to tell stories and already colour me intrigued with this. I've got a Fallout vibe from the story already. In the open world of your back garden, you're free to explore, build and try and take on the creatures of the wild. You have ants, spiders and even ladybirds that look quite scary even though I've got to say the ladybirds make a noise that sounds, well, I don't know how to describe it, but it almost sounded like a dinosaur, if I'm honest. Um, and the spiders are very, very scary. They they jump scared me on numerous occasions. If you're watching this footage and I catch it right, one kills me. Something makes me jump and I spin the camera around. And it's just phenomenal how quickly they will come at you and take you apart you are prey in this world to the spiders and that's quite daunting if you ask me it's nice to be that kind of small and on that level where you're like oh crap that's a spider gotta run the website grounded states that the insects react to how you act and i feel i did see some of this i've got to be honest when attacking one worker ant and i did this around another load of worker ants all the, the ants eyes turned red 
And that was it. They were all gunning for me. They were punch. They were headbutting me and all sorts of nipping at me. And eventually I did die. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, soldier ant came and chopped at me. Those ants are hard as anything. But I have to say, right in the beginning, I do punch an ant in the face. And it is actually quite satisfying. And that brings me on to the combat. So combat gathering and the UI, I'm going to take a moment here to just sort of discuss and kind of explain how all that stuff is handled. Combat's handled by you attacking or blocking. It's a simple affair. You attack with your fist, pebbles, tools, weapons that you build out, build out, build throughout your game. The weapons seem to vary from spears, mace-style clubs, and bows and arrows. And you can even use your axe and hammer as weapons. These will do a variety of different things. I've seen them stun uh, my my enemies. And each of the weapon does have, like, attack and stun. And it does seem there is a stun mechanic in this game. Feedback seems to be fairly so solid. Hitting the enemies gives you a nice squishy sound on return. So you know you're doing some kind of damage. And then you're greeted by a big red bar above the screen of the enemy's health. Now, I'm guessing the way they do kind of the enemy sort of structure, if you like, is that even though they all seem to have the same size big red bar, some red red bars deplete quicker than others, depending on what you're fighting. Gathering is handled pretty much in the same vein as most survival games. You have to build yourself an axe. You can't Minecraft it and punch some grass. You will need an axe to chop the grass down, a hammer to break rocks, and you can gather things like saps and different pieces and, uh, you know, those kind of things, pebbles and um, plant fibers to help you build your array of tools to help you gather to get stronger. You see, that's all good, but I suppose people want to know about the dying system, the death system. Now, I'm not sure if this has a Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls-like system, and bear with me, I'll get there, where when you die, you drop your rucksack, it falls to the floor upon death, you are sent to your last resting point, respawn point, if you like, that could be the beginning of the mud hole that you crawled out of, or where you put down shelter for the night, it's that's kind of your respawn point and you go and collect your items and everything is there in your rucksack. Now I did play this on medium as I said earlier so I don't know if easier um, levels will keep that rucksack with you or harder levels you'll lose all your items and I can probably test that and let you know in a like an update or down below it in the description. But what I meant by the Dark Souls, Dark Souls thing, Souls thing, I can't speak, I seem to have lost the ability to speak the dark souls uh style death is if you die for a second time will you lose those items and if someone in the comments down below could well let me know that would be amazing the ui is very intuitive i think is the word down in the left hand corner you've got four different kind of items you've got your thirst your hunger stamina and health Stamina and health, we know from all survival games or games that include health and stamina bars, the more you hit or poke something, the more stamina you use, and it's pretty self-explanatory. You use stamina by blocking, attacking, chopping things down. Health, I don't need to explain that because, well, it's pretty much you get hit, you lose health, you use items that are crafted to replenish your health. This does have a thirst and hunger system. And I have to say, it's not intrusive. You know, sometimes you get a bit worried about these 
hunger and thirst systems that could really cause you problems throughout the game. But I'm pleased to report that, yes, I did get the notifications that I was getting hungry and thirsty, but it were easily fixed by eating some mushrooms or getting clean water, which are the droplets on leaves. Don't drink the muddy water because it does look like it damages your health. So yes, there is that system there, but it doesn't seem like it gets in your way. But it is in the back of your mind, knowing that you are playing as a human, just a smaller human. And, you know, essentially, that's part of being a human. And then there's also another thing that looks like Wally the robot. Um, and this is kind of like a sensor. And this thing will start going off when you're near enemies. When you're all of a sudden at a point where you've got to be like, oh crap, there's something coming, there's something there. And it kind of starts beeping at you to let you know that you are near an enemy or an enemy is near you and you've ticked it off. You know, and that's that's the kind of thing that you've got to look out for and keep spotting. But it does give you the good feedback. It's in your ears, you know, and it's it's visible in the left hand corner by popping up. And I think there's bars that go to the middle the closer you come to the enemy that is after you. And then by your UI, that UI in the left hand corner, it does tell you what is attacking you. So that's kind of my thoughts and dealings on this game. And overall, I'm impressed to a point that I probably will follow this closely to release. Multiplayer, I'm told, works fine. I haven't had a chance to play this, but I'm told there's lack of hiccups uh, with the online version. But I will look to try and test the online version for myself. And survival games, as we know, do work best when you're playing with friends and online. But I've got to be honest, if the story has anything you know, is written by Obsidian and it's anything to go by any of their previous stuff and what we're seeing slowly integrate into this game, I'm high, really hopeful that this game will be a good single-player experience and not just a carbon copy of previous survival games that we've seen out there in the wild. And that's what I've got my hopes on. You know, I really think there is going to be a good single-player hit with this, but, you know, the actual survival element is definitely better played online. Um, I don't want to give it a play or pass because it's an early preview, but I will say this. I'll caveat my whole review by saying this. You can pick this game up for $24.99, and that's British Pounds on Steam. And if you want to support the devs, go ahead. And I don't blame you if you do. Obsidian seem to make good games. They seem to be a well-oiled company that just likes to make good quality stuff. And as I said, I don't blame you. But you can play, pay $3.99 currently, but I think that is changing shortly down the line and play this on pc if you have a pc on xbox game pass it is also available on the console with xbox game pass as well i don't know how much the console version is and i apologize i should have found that out but you can play this for a month and then unsubscribe and you would have got your money's worth quite comfortably but i wouldn't blame you if you wanted to pay the 24.99 i just think Currently, we are needing to see a bit more before I personally would drop $24.99 on something like this. Remember, as I said, it is an early access game. It's an early preview of a game by Obsidian. They, they're testing the water. It's something new. It's something different. And I commend the company for trying something completely different. And that's my kind of roundup of the game. If you enjoyed it, I'd really appreciate a thumbs up on the video. This is my first semi almost scripted video 
Um, I've never really done a scripted kind of review before. I'm going to upload the scripted uh, side of this so people can read my really poor grammar. Um, but if you liked it, leave me a comment down below. Tell me what you thought. Give me some feedback if you think I can improve. That would be great too. As I said, a like and a, th you know, a thumbs up would be great if you liked the video. If you didn't, you know what to do. Please do hit the subscribe button. We are starting a new YouTube channel here. And this is the type of content that you'll probably get at least twice a week. I'd also like to say that we do have a podcast. I mentioned at the beginning, you can get this in audio form. Wednesdays, we'll see the release weekly of my, my podcast. And Fridays, where I, or the weekend, where I plan to do a weekly roundup. And you'll be able to subscribe to me on social media too. Thanks everyone for watching, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.